Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and we are in the almost breach of spring, I feel like. So we were talking about like the mundane stuff last week, Um, the week prior, we were talking about adulting and all these things that we have to do. So like the, the mundane stuff of adulting and then, you know, talking before that. And what I really was thinking about more than anything We started to like deep clean a little bit more in the house this weekend and declutter things and um, go through old piles of stuff and start to take care of set piles. So doing those adulting things, but also kind of cleaning. I feel like when we got this house, this we just kind of we were still I very much was in wedding mode. And then Doug was gone and then I was in depressed mode and then, you know, it was holidays and I wanted to get into that. And then we had all the problems happening with our house. So I feel like we still haven't really gotten that opportunity to deep, deep clean some of the areas of our house that really need it. Um, We have this awful carpet that I just want to get ripped up so badly. But the minute we rip it up, you know, that's just going to create so much more um, dust and like another project. And I had... A conversation with Doug on Saturday and I was sitting down and I was like, I just would love for our projects to be 100% complete. Like, I feel like right now we have 20 projects. I have different things going on with work and new ventures and things that I'm trying to do or accomplish. And I feel like I'm 80% of the way with all these different things. And I would love to just close the gap. (laughs) I said, I just want to close the gap. And I felt like I was having a conversation with him as if he was my work instruct, you know, my, my boss. And I was like, I I need to close the gap. I need to finish this sales goal. So I figured I was like, let me sit on the microphone this morning, sip my cup of coffee before I go teach my yoga class and talk a little bit about why a clean space feels better to me. Got my oat milk. I was listening to Heather McMahon. I don't know if anyone listens to her, but she's the best. And uh, my girlfriend, Tina, who I'm going to see this weekend and hopefully get her to come on the podcast uh, for next week or the following week. We'll, We'll record while we're there for most likely. But um, she manages a lot of her stuff. She's her, I guess she's her CEO now of her company, of her business. But Heather McMahon is on tour. She's just a hilarious, wonderful gift for your day. If you don't listen to her podcast, absolutely not. It's totally worth it. Um, this is not a plug for her, but she's just fabulous. So she was talking the other day, though, about oat milk. There's a point, I promise. <laughs> she was talking about oat milk and saying that it had um, rape seed in it, R-A-P. 
P-E. Yeah, I said it. Rapeseed in it. And she's like, I don't know what that is. It sounds rapey. I don't want oat milk. But oat milk's my jam. I don't know if you're an oat milk fan. If you're an oat milk fan, send me a DM this week and tell me you're an oat milk fan because I love oat milk. I think that I forget what they said. I think they said we were over harvesting the almonds, something like that. The hip that like the hipsters were saying, like we're over harvesting the almonds. We've moved to oat milk now. Um, but oat milk froths so much better. And I love the Oatly Barista frother in my Nespresso, little milk frother in the morning with my Nespresso pods. Again, still still are not sponsored by Nespresso, but I will still preach to the, preach them to the nth degree. So I'm sipping on my oat milk cappuccino and talking a little bit about the things that make me tick as far as keeping things tidy and organized. So the reason the spring cleaning was so helpful for me is because think of it like your brain. Think of it like the self-care, the recharge that we all need to have. There is a, a feeling for me personally, and I know not everyone can tell this, but I had to break it down for my husband. And I just said, there's this feeling that I have that when I come downstairs in the morning to let the dog out, you know, after he's left for work, and I come downstairs and, you know, she's out. If there's dishes in the sink, like I don't even think I get to get a cup of coffee and enjoy that and sit down with that because I don't deserve it yet. Um, that's that's how I've always just felt. I'm like, there's still a task. It's like I've had all these extra tasks in my head before bed. So, you know, I'll sleep. And then I wake up back to, right back into the tasks before I can even have somewhat of a morning routine. And one thing we've learned on this show is that morning routines are so, so good. And I, I know, I, I 1000% know I am not a mom yet. And I know that I won't always get the luxury of having that morning routine. And I was trying to explain to Doug, I said, this, this is my moment. This is my morning routine moment. And even he has it. He gets out of bed in the morning. He goes on his run. Then he comes back if it's his morning to do dishes because I cooked the night before, like he'll do them. He'll hang out with the dog a little bit. And then he'll make his coffee, he'll relax, he'll scroll through Instagram, you know, or TikTok or whatever. I don't think he, he doesn't, he doesn't really scroll on TikTok, but like he'll scroll through his Instagram or his news apps or whatever, and then um, come upstairs and change and then, you know, go to work. And he does this all like from 5.30 to 6.30 in the morning um, or 5 a.m. to like 6.30 in the morning. But he still has this morning routine by himself and the dog. And I have my morning routine, but... I said, the difference is, is those dishes in the sink would keep me from going on my run. You go right on your run and you don't look at them and they're out of sight, out of mind. For me, they're, they're there. The minute I let the dog out, I can see that they're there. And I'm like, oh, let me do that before I grab myself some coffee and like sit down and relax. So that all being said, I just was saying that sometimes the spring cleaning and stuff like that gives you that feeling of getting to 100% with some of those projects. Maybe those things that you have on the back burner that maybe you want to try on sale on Poshmark. Maybe deep cleaning the tub walls along with the tub. I don't know. I'm pretty crazy about the tub because I'm taking baths and stuff here and there and it's an older tub. So every week, you know, I'm, I'm in it to win it with a magic eraser and scrubbing bubbles foam and like Clorox. So you know, maybe it's maybe it's dusting the higher shelves in your living room space. Maybe it's dusting your chandeliers, um, wiping down all the spindles up your staircase, different things like that. And, and there's certain projects that are part of that deep cleaning. But 
I think one of the things is, is when, when we have kids, we can use them as little minions, right? No, I'm just kidding. But we did. We, we personally did. My, my parents used us a lot. Like we had chores. We didn't get an allowance for doing them. It was just like part of the gig. <laughs> You're my kid. You're going to help me with this stuff. And I think as a kid, the thing that I hated the most out of chores was picking up the apples that fell from our like apple tree in the backyard from the squirrels. Ugh, I hated it. My dad would like give me this like crate kind of thing. Um, those plastic crates that you would keep uh, gallons of water in the four gallons of water. And I would like walk around and like just pick up apple after apple after apple. I mean, we must have had like eight apple trees. It was just ridiculous. The amount of apples I picked up. <laughs> And it drove me nuts. And we were just talking about like chores as kids that like would drive us crazy. But that we want to include our kids in part of these spring cleaning things, just like I wanted to include Doug. I said, I, I know you don't understand this, but when you're not here, you know, I'm also doing stuff during the week. So yes, you taking those two hours out of the weekend and me doing two hours, you know, on the flip side, or we each are doing about three hours of work that adds up to six hours of cleaning. And that would have all been on my plate. So I roll your way through it, but you're going to help me with this, ta this mundane adulting task. But when we got to the deep nitty gritty, I said, when you also help me with this stuff, or if you were to take over all six hours one weekend, what I could do is get deeper into some of these projects. And I do realize that when we moved in here, like I am a hoarder. I admit it. I'm loud about it. I 1000% am with my clothes and my possessions um, over the years. I'm like, why do I still have this? And every time I re-see it, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I still have that. And then I put it back away. And it's, it seems so silly. Like my dad gave me boxes. I had picked them up over to, at his house a little while ago. And inside there was like stuff from my pageant days and, um, you know, like a book I wrote in eighth grade, like typed up, um, Lily's like wishes I don't know I can't remember I should probably reread them but part of me is like do I really need to reread re them do I just need to keep them in a box and Doug's like my parents when they save stuff like this like they saved it for themselves they didn't save it so they could ship it off to me at my house so I feel like I've just had all these like extra add-on tasks and I think that's why I get crazy overwhelmed because I'm like oh my god I already have 80 product projects that I'm 80% done with and you know, oh my gosh, I don't have time to eat breakfast because like I got to record this episode and then run and go teach class. And but like you do. So the, the thing is, is you do. It's the priorities. Yes. So when we take that extra time to do those deep spring cleaning days, when we maybe want to relax or put one more hour into cleaning every weekend to get through one of the piles of projects that you have going on or to maybe get to 95% of an 80% task, it's really helping you in the long run. So then that way you don't feel overwhelmed when a new project gets put on your plate for you to also handle. So as I sit here and watch the clock tick, I do know that today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, but I did read up on a couple things as far as spring cleaning went. So I do want to take note of those. If you need any tips for spring cleaning, I know every year around this time of year, I've had always like a spring cleaning edition episode. So I figured why not just keep that going? And it does. It doesn't even, it feels like spring sometimes, but like we're going out. It's like 25 degrees or it's like really windy if you're anywhere near me. It's still really cold. I feel like winter's still knocking on spring's door being like, I'm still here, bitch. Like, don't push me out yet. 
Um, it may have been a little bit of a warm February and early March, but we're going to, I'm going to ride this thing through until, until I want to actually give it over. So winter feels like it's being very stubborn, um, in our area, but so I looked up, I was like, okay, well, what are some things that are like spring cleaning tips? Like what are some things that I can help with people? So one of the things that I know that being a homeowner now, and I don't even know how often you're supposed to do this. So if you do know, again, send me this in a DM, but cleaning your air ducts is probably a huge thing. I'm not saying you need to spend, I don't even know how much it would cost. I, I Sure, I should. I could just get a quote or an estimate. I think it depends on your square footage, how many you have. Obviously, all the things you know. It's like how many inches worth of ducts need to be cleaned. But don't don't forget about your air um, and stuff we breathe in all winter long. There's so much dust. You know, you get all the heat going on, and now we're about to blast all the AC. Whether you had heat coming from a radiator from those ducts as well. I do think. I want to say maybe it's every two or three years. And if that's if that's way too many times, let me know. But if that's not enough, also please let me know. But yeah, don't don't forget about the air because I feel like that's one thing that we're really not thinking about. I'm I'm not thinking about sticking my feather duster up there. Like that's a professional job. Um, they say don't be scared of the kitchen and the bathroom. And I don't mean like the typical because I, I, it's so funny. I mean, my husband will like vacuum and then he'll Swiffer the whole first floor and then I'll ask him to like, can you back in the stairs and then at least the second floor um the third floor I vacuumed partially for the first time since we moved in here and it's because we just never go up there it's kind of like a drop room but my husband's been utilizing the one room as a as a workspace and I'm like you've been up here I feel like like let's vacuum a little bit so you can feel a little bit more clean up here but don't be afraid of the kitchen and the bathroom and what I think that means is like you know, the drawers that have all those samples in it in the bathroom, like organize them, throw out the ones you don't want, start to use them, um, things like that. I think looking up in the cupboards and it's like, how can I um, maybe organize this specific cupboard a little bit better and just do maybe one a weekend or like just take over on Saturday and go into that deep clean nitty gritty, get behind all your appliances on the countertop, really wipe down those countertops. Maybe it's time to like get a new toaster oven or figure out a way to finally like deep clean that toaster oven because mine definitely gets stained too. So sometimes you can unplug that and like you can use something like CLR and like really get in and get all that oil because I cook all my bacon in there on a weekly basis. I like food prep it. So, you know, that thing starts to get pretty dirty after after some time and I've had it for about three years now. They also recommend if you don't already have one, maybe rent a HEPA vacuum so you can get those like deep clean, like those water vacuums you see on TV. If you don't have one already, um, I know Dyson's are great. I can't afford a Dyson, so I don't have a Dyson. But um, yeah, getting a HEPA vacuum, especially if you're someone with dogs, move around that um, your couch. If you have an area rug, the couch goes underneath, like take it apart, move it you know, vacuum underneath it. That's definitely not something I know we're all doing every weekend. We're not like moving around all of the furniture to get the deep parts of the couch, but it needs it every once in a while. So I'd say every few months, you know, that's a great time for you to take that part couch apart or move it, you know, have your husband feel very masculine. If, if you <laughs> just say, sweetie, can you move this couch for me? Or can you move the couch and also vacuum underneath it <laughs> to balance it out? But Use that HEPA vacuum if you if you can. I know you can rent them at um, where where do you rent them? You can rent them at Lowe's and Home Depot. I'm pretty sure you can rent them there. 
So make sure you get there early because they are not always, you know, you want to make sure you get there like bright and early for that. Um, also about cleaning products. Sometimes minimal products help you a little bit more. So sometimes I get overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I have this lime one for my toilet. I also have this scrubbing bubbles one. I also have this like Clorox sponge thing. Just like keep it simple. This one's for the tub. This one's for the toilet. This one's for the sink. If you're someone who likes the um, soft scrub, that's what we used to use when I was a kid, but I'm really getting into scrubbing bubbles. So like just have one that you use for those like deep clean things like the tub and the sink and then use that, you know, in your kitchen sink as well. Just kind of and think green too. Like if there's if there's a green product out there and I mean like eco-friendly green, um, think green. If there's a green product out there that you love using, like stick to it. Um, some of the green products I think smell a little weird, so they're not always my favorite, but I still try to look at like what's inside what I'm actually using every week. Um, always work from top to bottom. This one's a big one. So this is huge. Um, I'm just grateful for my husband's help half the time, but he always starts on the bottom. He starts down on the first floor and he starts with vacuuming and I'm like, but we clean surfaces on top first and then you vacuum at the very end or we clean upstairs first and then we go down the steps and then clean downstairs. But if you can, if you can, 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 just make sure that you stride or just try to start from the top to the bottom. So if you're going to declutter some stuff on the upper shelves, that might accumulate some dust falling down. So go ahead and, you know, take your time with that. Um, walls and windows need love too. So magic erasers for dents or marks on the walls. Um, and also, you know, getting those windows on the inside and then you can get them on the outside too. It's all great. They're so shiny and clean. Now, this list, again, also isn't to stress you out and make you think you have to do all these things in your house. The point of this list is when we declutter, when we get down to the nitty gritty, we have room for what is deeper, room to really unpack, room to uncharge, recharge, room to discover what we need to release. And I say that because when we're on a journey of like taking, like going to see a therapist for the first time or breaking something down, you know, within a conversation with a friend, we're peeling back the layers. We're peeling back the layers so we can find the root of maybe some of these insecurities or some of these addictions or some of these things that we feel like we need to do or things we need to accomplish. So as we deep clean, as we deep dive into clearing our space, we're decluttering our life. We're decluttering our space in order for us to lay back and relax. And that at the end of the day is exactly what I feel like I need to restart in the morning. So dishes in the sink to leave them off for tomorrow morning is never in my repertoire. I've said it a million times, like if Doug cooks, I'm going to clean those dishes and we are going to then relax after I've cleaned those dishes. Even if I'm, you know, halfway through a glass of wine, like that wine's going to wait. I'm going to clean those dishes first and then I can sit down and I feel like I have that because I don't want to wake up in the morning to the mess. I want to wake up in the morning to my morning routine. I want to wake up in the morning to feel like I'm allowed to start the day I want to as opposed to I have all these tasks to do prior to starting my day. So... Speaking of starting the day, I just wanted to go over a little bit of a meditation for you guys today, a little bit of a thought 
a writing about that recharge, about that reset and why I feel like it's really important. Maybe some quotes of inspiration that might um, spurt something inside of you and a, a couple more tips for you as well. And before all that, I am obviously just in a different state because Doug's leaving. So as I unpacked, to put myself in the in the hot seat, as I unpacked everything this week for myself of why did I need to do this deep cleaning? Why was I thinking about this deep cleaning? What was the premise of that? It was because I was going to be losing Doug for a month, um, going to, you know, my, my man of honor's fabulous um, wedding and he's not going to be there with me. And um, although I'm going to be there with some fabulous women from my bridal party and um, taking a little mini vacation after that to Naples with Miss Tina Tompkins. And I can't wait because I'll probably snag her for an episode and we'll probably just shoot the shit on the microphone. And I hope you all love it. <laughs> but we are uh, having this little mini trip. And the whole point of that was, you know, because I had some extra part-time or paid time off that I could utilize in PTO and Doug was going to be here and now he's not. So now we're having to, you know, board the dog. And even though it's a great rate, we go to Besa Pets in um, on Columbia Avenue. I think it's, yeah, it's on, it's on Centerville Road. No, Centerville Road. And um, if you're in Lancaster, I, I've mentioned them before. They're great. They do it for, I think it's 25 a day. So it's, it's a fabulous rate and um, we love taking her there. But again, boarding the dog for well over, a, you know, for all, over a week because I have a dance competition the following weekend. I wouldn't have had scheduled these things while he was gone. So we're looking at like $250 for the dog, for all the boarding and just stuff like that, that I feel like are expenses that we could have avoided. So what is something that was in my control was how clean can I get Doug to help me get the house before he leaves, before I'm the one who has to do everything every weekend while he's away. And um, again, I'm going to be away most weekends myself. So it's a lot of um, navigating through all of that as well. So as I broke it down, you know, and I sat down with him and I said, listen, like it's the same it's the same thing. It's like we're doing this deep clean because I I just want your help so I don't feel so overwhelmed with, you know, every add-on that I have going on on the other end. You know, I come down to check on things in the morning and I get immediately pulled into orders and emails, immediately pulled back into future podcast guests, things that I'm setting up before I go away on my trip, you know, things that I need ties and bows that I want to have for my away messages and my text away messages to any clients that are contacting me while I'm away. But also it's my last, you know, couple days of work too. So trying to tie up those loose ends and then my girlfriend's coming into town. So trying to make sure that I have all of my things and ties in a box, all the random, you know, things that I have to get done with reports and making sure that all my reports are done for my dance competitions, reports are done for my job and just tying them all up, but wanting to spend time with Doug ultimately, like being upset that I don't have more time to spend with Doug because I have all these things that I need to get done, you know, on my own before leaving. So last night I came home from a 
like fabulous little uh, sampling at Permani Brothers. If you have ever been to a Permani Brothers or would like to go to a Permani Brothers, I work for Jameson and they're doing an orange crush with Jameson Orange because it's a beautiful market gap in the summertime. Everybody loves orange crushes. If you go to the beach, it's orange juice, vodka, a little bit of um, triple sec, and uh, lemon and lime soda. So it's it's a very easy treat. It's great at a brunch. But um, Absolute, which I sell as well, Absolute Mandarin is 80% and Jameson Orange is 60%. So it's a little bit lower. It's 60 proof, sorry. 60 proof, 30%. So it's, so, it's lower in ABV, um, which is your alcohol content. So there was a beautiful opportunity with Permani Brothers. And yes, I'm a little bit promoting. This is, I hope, compliant. Um, promoting to go and check them out at Permani Brothers. But the cocktail is wonderful. So I was doing a little sampling and I left a lot later than I thought. I only got home at like almost, I think it was like 7.45. And we hadn't even started cooking yet. And it was my night to cook. And I was trying to like calm myself down. I was like starting, you know, making things, knowing that this was going to be a 35 minute cooking affair and um, wanting to just spend some time with Doug because it's our last night to spend together because this, you know, tonight I'm going out with some of my girlfriends before I leave and we have to get in the car at 430 in the morning. So I am making all this stuff downstairs and I can feel myself getting more and more and more frustrated and more and more frantic and more and more hangry. And I tried to slow myself down as I was like rinsing my hands off before making these um, meat patties, these uh, burgers that we were making. And I was like, oh my, I'm so like flustered right now. I could like feel my fumes rising. And as I was turning on the water to clean my fingers off I was like I was like calm down let's stay present in the moment like how does this water feel on your fingers right now and my brain's like it's fucking cold it's fucking cold that's what it feels like and I was like okay Stas and I was like literally mediating my in my brain and I was like okay Stas like what do you need right now Douglas is not a mind reader. I know we're a little upset that maybe he didn't check in with me when I said I was going to be home by 7 at the latest and now it's 7.50 and he didn't take the initiative to start cooking, but he didn't know when you were coming home. But why couldn't he text me? You know, I'm having this monologue in my head. He didn't know. He's probably got lost in his own stuff like I do and sometimes I look down at the clock and I realize how much later it is and how much... I still have to do and I need to close whatever I'm doing that's distracting me. And that was exactly what it was. So I said, why don't you take a pause, go ask your husband for what you need nicely because you need help right now because ultimately you just want to be spending time with him and right now you feel like you have a task at hand and you're not going to be able to spend much time together. So I went upstairs and I said, Doug, um, he was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize what time it was. I was like, are you working on your classes right now? Or are you free? And he was like, I'm free. I got a little distracted on stuff on YouTube. And I was like, perfect. Can I ask you to like be my sous chef tonight? Because I'm home about 50 minutes later than I thought. I could really use your help. And I ultimately want to spend time with you because tomorrow I'm going to be out with my girlfriends that are in town. And I don't feel like we're going to get a lot of time to connect tomorrow night. So this is kind of like our last night. And he was like, oh, well, if it's our last night together, like, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Just huge weight off my shoulders. Just asking for that help, that assistance and like spring cleaning in my mind. What did I need? 
And what did I need was to ask my husband nicely to come help me. He came downstairs. He cleaned the dishes that were in the sink while I was cooking. We were talking. He opened a bottle of wine. We were able to talk about a couple more things. We even decided to start to um, divulge. No. Indulge. Yeah, I was going to say diverge. Definitely not a word. Indulge in sitting on the couch and watching Ted Lasso after we had eaten dinner. And I was just like, I'm so excited for the season to come out. Now we have to wait until you come back. So we watched the first two episodes of Ted Lasso season three on Apple TV. And it was just nice. It was exactly what we wanted. We had a beautiful, intimate evening and, you know, had a had a great meal, slept together, talked about a lot of stuff. Um, And that's like what ultimately I think is what I wanted in the end. I just wanted to spend more time with him and I wanted to feel like I wasn't having to serve him um, after I had just gotten back from a late shift. And it's not that that's what I'm doing at all, but it was that I could recognize it. I could not react and I could go through the process of like calming myself down and bringing myself back, deepening into the mind of what I actually truly wanted and then navigating how to be an adult and properly explain to my husband what I needed in that moment in time. So it was a huge win for me. And I sat down on the couch with him later and I said, I know you don't think that these things are huge wins because you don't hear all the stuff that's happening in my brain beforehand. But like this is the process of what just happened. So I am working on a lot of that reactionary stuff. And although you're not seeing it, you're just seeing the good times versus the bad. This is all the stuff that happened in my brain prior to me asking you for help so thank you for that and it was just a really nice opening for me to again spring clean in my mind and continue to work through that and I I did say I said I'm I'm nervous we've been doing so well with a lot of our communications that if you leave again and then everything's put on my plate again I just don't want to get resentful or we get back into a pattern of like having to rediscover how do we help each other out or how we communicate with each other when you come back And he said, well, I'm only gone for a month, so it's going to be fine. We're not going to forget it. I'm going to miss you a lot too. And um, I'll be back before you know it, which he always says. So I am upset, I guess. I'm sad that he's going to be gone. There's a lot of things going on while he's gone. Um, You know, possible different ventures in um, my work life and other events happening during that time that I really wanted him to be here for but the country needs him no (laughs) I mean I guess they do but um it's good it's good for us financially so it was a it was a really smart decision for him to take on this um mission and to you know bring home the bacon so to say for him as well so it was definitely worth it but that being said, hopefully that's like a good example for you. And just just us recognizing, you know, why that recharge is so imperative and so important. Um, I'm going to give you a brief meditation that's helped me get to those states where I've been better at coming to that conclusion like I was last night. So I will commute at this point to either get in a comfortable position, or just actively listen if you're on the road or you're working with some things, but try to tune in like I was saying last night as I was getting my fingers wet underneath the sink. Just try to really tune in to the words I'm going to say, and I'm going to slow some things down with a little Weightless Part 1, and it's by the album Weightless. It's Macaroni Union, 
And it's a little brief eight-minute meditation to kind of get you ready to listen to some of these words. As we start to relax, just slowly start to deepen those breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Notice as you release tension with these inhales. How we can let go of things that are bothering us. how we can instantly relax with your last inhale and your last exhale. So spring is a wonderful time because it's the days get longer. The plants start to bloom. It's this time of rebirth and renewal in nature, but also within us. Spring is a time for cleaning out old habits and old beliefs that no longer serve us. We may have felt defeated in the wintertime, so this is a great time for us to turn our perspective and to release those old habits of negative thought. After that long, cold winter, the earth renews itself by rebirth with beautiful flowers, fresh leaves on the trees. It's the perfect time of year for you to notice all of those beautiful colors and capture them with your photos or just your sight, being actively present on a walk with your family or just alone with your thoughts or with a meditation with me. Just as nature begins to come alive once again, so do our spirits. Spring is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to make room for new, new positive change in our lives. Choosing not to react, choosing a new choice, choosing to really dig back those layers and navigate what do I truly need right now and how can I express that through my words. As with nature, in the winter months, our bodies become dormant with stored old energy. With the coming of spring, we feel a lightness in ourselves and it allows us to be open to newness. And it's this beautiful sense of renewal within our hearts. It's right there. You have that access key to it. We embrace the light, especially the longer days. We embrace the beauty all around us and within ourselves. Spring inspires us to be open to new changes and it serves us to remind how beautiful change can actually be. I know we all get excited to see 
the heads of our tulips popping out of the ground or restoring of perennial plants that you planted last year. As a first-time homeowner, I'm jazzed to see anything popping up that survived through the winter for the first time that I planted last year. Seeing all that fresh greenery pop up amongst the old mulch really does remind me that change happens all year round. Keeping me present in the moment to see that change. Grateful to live in a location where I get the seasonal changes. Winter, spring, fall, summer. And how beautiful each season truly is. Maybe this is a moment where you take time to notice, am I a spring baby? Am I a winter babe? Am I a fall babe? Or I am a hot summer babe? And if you are that spring babe, hold on to this beautiful change as we migrate into the season. Even though we're not there quite yet, this is our way to prepare for it. Spring unlocks the flowers to paint the laughing soil. Remember deep in their roots, all flowers keep the light. And lastly, if we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. And just allow yourself to get lost in whatever you're feeling right now, coming back to those four breaths in through your nose and exhale out through your mouth. Ready for that renewal, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth releasing all of that old stored baggage of negative thought from the winter inhale through your nose exhale through your mouth ready to accept and be present and see all the beauty that the spring has to offer us and lastly one more inhale and exhale release ready for your own personal rebirth and renewal as this new season approaches. And welcome back to your space wherever you're at. I will see you all next Tuesday. I'm ready to go get some vitamin D on my face and hit the beaches of the Gulf of Florida, (laughs) Uh, the Gulf of Mexico beaches. I cannot wait to touch my toes in some water and get back to my roots as a true cancer, as a true summer babe. 
is what I am. So I cannot wait to get back to that season. But let's not rush to summer and let's focus on the spring cleaning and the preparation for spring and enjoy every day that spring has to offer. If you are someone who struggles to get out on those walks, this is the perfect time to start. It's chilly enough in the morning that you can wrap up in your coat and get you moving, but that sun's going to hit your face and I promise those endorphins are going to start bursting out of you and you are going to feel a million times better. So give yourself that extra nudge to get out on those walks. Early afternoon walks, late afternoon walks with your family are my favorite, but Take that time to unplug, to recharge, to get that fresh vitamin D on your face and to just notice the changes happening around you as all these new flowers start to bloom. I will see you all next week and I look forward to all the things that I have to offer with my future guest, Tina Tompkins. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.